school year. We're all tired and need to listen to something uplifting as well as inspiring. I had the honor and privilege to interview three amazing eighth grade scholars from Candeo School, which is just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. And you know, as a former teacher, I was awed by their poise and insightfulness, as well as the vocabulary that they used in this interview. These scholars are truly rock stars. This episode is long, but it will definitely put a smile on your face, and it's well worth a listen. Welcome to the latest episode of the Building Knowledge Podcast. Today, I have with me three very special guests. They are graduating eighth graders from one of our schools of distinction out in Phoenix, Arizona, Candeo Schools. And I have with me Skylar, Cody, and Catherine. So welcome. Um, First of all, I'm going to have each one of you introduce yourself and tell us what your favorite subject in school is. So uh, why don't we start with Skylar? Um, so I would say this is a very unique question. Uh, my name is Skylar Hall. Um, I've been here since kindergarten, but I say this is a really weird, not necessarily weird, but it's a tough question to ask is because it depends on many different aspects. Like a big one is the teacher. If you have a really good teacher who either makes you has teaches you really well or you have a lot of fun with, that's going to be a really fun class for you. And that's on top of if you just have a good, you understand and like the subject you're learning about. So for me right now, I'm not necessarily sure because I have many different types of classes. Um, I like seeing all of like everything come together for like, as in history, I'm, we're learning more modern stuff. So it's, it's kind of cool to see how everything like 20 years ago is like leading up to now and how we went from the 19 early 1900s last year to now or how like math we started from like we learned so much we start from order of operations and not right now we're on quadratics so it's really cool i would say my favorite subjects right now history math no probably history physics math, logic. I don't know. Basically, all, all of them are good. All of them are fun. So I don't really have a favorite. Don't have a favorite right now. Everything is great. <laughs> Catherine, how about you? Hi. So um, my name is Catherine Nguyen, and my tried and true favorite core subjects are math and science. Although, uh, like Skylar, I also like logic. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and Cody. Hello, uh, my name is Cody Wiedemann, and I almost agree with exactly what they said to where, like, I couldn't pick my favorite. I would say currently it's either math, physics, or history, but, you know, I honestly, like Skyla said, it really depends on the teacher. So, yeah. So this leads into my next question. So thinking back to all your years at Candeo, what topic do you remember most learning about and why? So since you've been there from kindergarten, that's going to give you a lot. That's going to give you like nine years. Uh, and I'm going to start with Catherine. Okay. Yeah. Like you said, since I've been here from kindergarten all the way to eighth grade, there are so many good topics to choose from. 
from the wars in history to collections of writings and literature and fun songs in French and Latin to more recent things like debates and logic, there, there are a multitude of options. However, for me, uh, many of the most memorable topics were in science and math. Um, this was probably influenced by my favoritism towards these subjects. Um, I remember learning about the human body from as early as first grade all the way to seventh grade, each year of varying degrees of difficulty and depth. And I'm just very fascinated by how everything works together to make everything stay alive and be in balance. And I also really enjoy all of the math concepts all the way from elementary to now. Um, learning math was made fun for me by Kendeo's programs such as MobyMax and also all of its amazing teachers that work to make math fun and interactive for us students. Sorry, they're laughing because <laughs> I was obsessed with MobyMax in elementary. That was like my games. You got 500 hours in it. <laughs> It was, okay. <laughs> no one else in the entire grade liked it. So. Yeah, so um, I'm in awe by how so much of the world can be described and made sense of by math. And that math is, of course, the universal language. Um, um, however, one of the more recent memorable topics for me has got to be logic. I feel like with the right teacher, um, the subject really flourishes and is able to do what it is meant to do, which is to bring out the students' fullest potential and help us think logically and think critically. So, yeah. <laughs> Your answer just blew me away, Catherine. Oh, my God. Um, so, you can tell. Oh, like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Cody, how about you next? Hmm. I would definitely say that, again, I partially have bias because my favorite classes have been history and math. So I would say I remember, like, uh, for some reason, a lot of the older history, like Greek and Roman history, I remember that very vividly. I think it's because it was my first year in middle school. So I remember, so it was more so I almost paid attention more. I don't, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. Um, but it also, I it, we had a great teacher who made the classes fun and intriguing to learn about. And then with math, um, it's just, you kind of have to remember it because if you don't, then it's, and I will say sometimes I have definitely forgotten something and had to rethink and relearn it, but it kind of all builds on each other. Absolutely. So, Skylar. Okay, so I don't want to try to make like a like a fake image or like, ooh, I, I know exactly what I want to say or anything. Because <laughs> there, there's so many topics that I don't want, that I don't know what to choose. But like as they said, but for me, um, after the grade, I don't necessarily remember a lot. If <laughs> oh, oh, I'm being totally serious with myself. It would definitely have to be from this year because it's been more recent and I remember it a lot. And like specifically a thing we just learned about. Um, it, and as for, I guess right now, one of the things I would say is something I'm very interested about, such as like one of my favorite subjects. And I think that would be in physics. It, it's where we learned about um, general and special relativity and about light. And I find that kind of stuff, like learning about the aspects of the world 
it's very eye-opening, very weird to think about <laughs> because it completely messes with your your idea of light as you know it because you learn how it's completely the opposite way of what you think and how it's both a particle and a wave and how everything's kind of like a wave. It's really interesting. And then we're taking it to Einstein and what he did with gravity and stuff. And it's just it's just weird to think about because you're so used to living on Earth the way you know it. But the actual aspects of huge things in the universe or the really small aspects of things like light, it's very cool. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that. Yeah. And I, I won't forget that. Yeah, there are so many times where I'm just in the middle of class. Wait, what? <laughs> Something can be in two places at once? How did that make any sense? I loved that uh, light unit. Yeah, it, it was a good view. <laughs> well, well, we're learning astronomy. That, that's about <laughs> <laughs> it. No, no, no. Life's better. You should have seen him yesterday. Nah, he was like just jumping wait, out of his seat. Just wait, just wait till Black Holmes. <laughs> I, I love Black Holmes. I, watch I like YouTube. <laughs> well, but th- but think about that. So with light, you guys learned just a little tiny bit about that in third grade. So that like gives you that little bit of introduction. And then now you're ready mm-hmm. to learn more about this in the same mm-hmm. way, like in astronomy, you've, you've learned a, a little bit about it in first grade, just a little bit, you know, like what yeah. the planets were and the moon. And then you start learning a little bit more about the solar system in third grade and then then you're really ready for it as you move as you move forward and, and can pique your interest and some things are more interesting than others and that's why you start learning you know at a Cornell school about a wide variety of things um so that you can speak to people like me uh very eloquently like you all are <laughs> um, I, I think, sorry Go um, i think that that's one of the really good things about core knowledge because it takes simple things and it slowly elevates them higher and higher every grade you go. And that can also be seen with math because you start from what is a number to here's addition to here's multiplication. And then you start to get division, then exponents, then parentheses and all these fundamentals. And, and it just slowly builds up. And as you said, with light, it kind of builds your basic knowledge so you actually do the big unit in eighth grade you learn you just observe in your regular lives what light is you understand it it's just I see something yay (laughs) and then in first grade you're like oh it's like a light ray or it can do this it can bounce off things it's it can bend no way that's how (laughs) that works (laughs) and then like next grade is like I remember that (laughs) because you review it and it's like no way it this happens too and it just keeps going and going until you actually get to eighth grade and I think that's really cool because it's not something you forget it it's such a big aspect to where it keeps building on itself in each grade to get slowly more and more and more as you build your basic knowledge and go in depth about it yeah yeah it's cumulative so yeah like I did kind of one of my answers to the later questions but I have had family, friends, and my brother who have gone to high school and they have found it so much easier in classes like physics or math or um, literature because they have learned the basics or sometimes even already learned it before they went to high school because of the core knowledge curriculum. Yep, absolutely. We're going to get to that question later because I have I have a little antidote about that myself. Um, so I, the next question is about literature. So 
What has been your favorite book you've read so far and why? We're going to start with Cody. I have to say To Kill a Mockingbird, not only because it is the most recent in my mind, but it is the most grounded and realistic one. But the story is still so intriguing and so entertaining to read. And that's that's why I I just love it. Hey, Catherine. Okay, so I am an avid book reader. So so I love all of the books. They're all very good. And I'm a sucker for classical books. And Candeo and its core knowledge curriculum supplies the best of the best of classic books. Um, But competing for the top spot for me um, is tied between Sherlock Holmes, To Kill a Mockingbird, as Cody said, and Pollyanna. I liked oh, <laughs> I liked Sherlock Holmes because it kept my mind guessing and thinking outside of the box while still being exciting, which I really love in mystery books. I loved To Kill a Mockingbird because it covered, it touched upon real deep history despite being a fictional story and focuses on inner virtues and morals. And it does all of this while still being a very good book and having a good storyline. And I loved reading Pollyanna (laughs) because it taught me that no matter what, you can always see the positive side of things, always be a glass half full kind of person, which I feel will be useful for the rest of my life. I agree with Pollyanna. It's it's a (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Skylar, what do you think? Um, I more agree with Catherine because... Because all of the stories, they give really good morals. For example, Pollyanna, it just teaches you how to necessarily be a good person, to find the good side in everything. So instead of feeling down, like, oh, we're going to die or something. <laughs> like, like, to be like, well, I might die, but at least I can, I don't know, do something. It just, it makes you optimistic and allows you to keep going. But I don't, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. Um, I also really like To Kill a Mockingbird because it goes into more recent life so you can connect with them more. But, and as I said, Atticus, the dad, he, he gives some very sophisticated quotes yeah. and many advice to his kids. Um, so, I mean, as I said, it's the most recent, so I remember it the most. <laughs> yeah. So I guess right now that would be my favorite. Um, but I really liked, I more like the idea of the stories rather than the what actually happens. For example, I really like the genius of Prince and the Popper. Just the idea that what happens if you switch roles with someone and you just take that idea to the extreme and make a whole book about it. I find that really cool. And same with Sherlock Holmes. Now, when I when I read it, I didn't necessarily understand exactly what was happening because I'm not a book person. I don't go out of my way to read books. And I'm not the best at comprehending. How dare you? But so I was kind of just acting a little bit in fifth grade, like, oh yeah, that's so cool. And then just reading a summary online just to understand it. But I'd say right now it's probably to kill a mockingbird just because it's so realistic. And another thing is it, another cool thing about chronology is it connects with many different classes. Right now in logic we're writing, we're trying to come up with our own bills and to get those approved. And in each class, we're going to have one class be the House of Representatives and the other the Senate. And that completely connects with Mockingbird because after that, in previous years, we're going to do a mock trial. So it connects with the storyline 
of the trial in Mockingbird and what we're doing in Logic and the, the connecting with classes, because in other classes, suppose there will be science papers that we have to write or papers from another class or we connect. One time we connected both classes, the other class who was in a different class came to our logic class and you played this game outside. It was about seeds and rodents and about like the life cycle. And it's just really cool how different things connect with each other. Well, and don't you think, too, you were talking at the beginning about that you're learning about modern history. And so yeah. I think someone else said, I think I can't remember if it was Catherine and Cody talked about like the history piece of it. I mean, there's like the civil rights piece. You think, yeah, yeah. And, and all, of that, all it it just all connects with one another and talking about yeah. civics and and yeah. the way a trial works and all yeah. this and that happens again and again. I mean, if when uh Cody, you were talking about like ancient history, like at the beginning of sixth grade, and then you had that. And then you read the, I think you guys probably read the Iliad and the Odyssey, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that literature to mm-hmm. what you just learned. Um, and that, and that all goes with civics too, because learning about the Senate and Julius Caesar and all, I mean, all of it is just crazy when you think about all these connections that can be made oh, with what you're learning. Yeah, near the end of sixth grade, it was crazy because we were learning about Greek and Roman we were learning about Greek and Rome history, and then we were doing the Julius Caesar play, like reading the Julius oh, yeah. Caesar. Yeah. And it was just all like intertwined and it was crazy. And now it's kind of happening again because we're doing because we are creating bills and logic, and then we are learning about civics and history. And it's it's just it's so crazy how they intertwine. And it's almost like two classes of almost the same thing. It's amazing. That's a yeah. really good point because as we learned to kill a mockingbird, that's the very end of the. It, it's really neat because it's at the end of the year. It's like a complete review. It, it's like a review book while being interesting because we're learning about civics right now in history, mm-hmm. or, and we're gonna go in more depth. So we're like, oh, yeah, that's the civics part. I remember this part about it. And at the same time, we're going over the history because it's during the Great Depression and before World War II, that's seventh grade. You remember, oh, yeah, I remember this and how they were poor and all of this. And, oh, yeah, this guy. And it all it all stacks together, and it's really cool. Yeah, it's very nicely structured. It's a very nicely structured program, and it makes it easier to learn for us students and it also makes it more interesting. Yeah, I would say that's one of the biggest things our eighth grade classes just look over. Because I think they, the other classes, and we, I think we do this all the time too, and, and, and many other aspects. We just look over the bad things about school or of like, we don't like this teacher. We don't like that person. This, I don't like this, this is a boring class. But we take for granted all of the good things. We only focus on that one bad thing and the tons of good things. And we just have, it just takes our idea down of how good, what what education we have and how good it is. Yeah. And I think Catherine even said, I think with you, said that the whole entire core knowledge is cumulative. Yeah. And I completely yeah. agree with that because, I mean, we're still using things that we learned in first, second, third third grade and we are applying them now in eighth grade almost five years later 
Yep. That's the beauty of the program, as I say. Um, <laughs> so this leads me right, right to so my next question is, how do you think your exposure to the content in Core Knowledge is, is, has prepared you for high school? And I said, I had a little anecdote about this. And I, and I know that Cody, you were saying like your brother and things like that. Um, my two children went through core knowledge school and when they got to high school, they were like, didn't everybody learn this in third grade? You know, they're in biology and they're like, this is weird. Like, this is the first time you've ever heard about this or in history, especially. So, um, be prepared that that's probably going to be part of your experience, but we'll, let's start, um, with you, Skylar. So how do you think this is going to prepare you for high school? Um, I want to continue along with what you said, because our teachers have talked about that too. And you can see it in some of the AZ Merit. Because when we took the science AZ Merit, it was really a lot easier than you think. It's yeah. not about all the complicated stuff. I would, It's more of a literature test rather yeah. than a, a science test. It's really weird. It's really like basic stuff. And about our teachers, when they're teaching us multiplication, they're like, multiplication is actually repeated addition, like five plus five plus five is just five times three, it's just five plus five plus five, five plus itself three times. And they were always talk about how they didn't know that till college, which seems <laughs> crazy. And, and it, same with the same as um, division, how it's how many times it takes to get to subtract until you get to zero. Eight divided by 64, how many times does it take eight to subtract from 64 until it gets to zero? Well, eight times. It's the opposite multiplication. And now going out to the actual question, I think a lot of it is what you said, because I know now I have a brother. We, what we're reading to kill a mockingbird right now, but in high school, you actually are required to do that in high school too. <laughs> so we're just going to basically know the entire narrative. And I mean, we can brag yeah. about it too. <laughs> we were like, hey, guess what happens if you go a mockingbird? You don't know. I've already read it, you know. And, and it can and I another thing about it is because everything builds on itself and it's cumulative, we already have a really good like stepping stone. We're already up to here before we go up here. It's already laid out for us. Rather than let's say in another school, someone might be all the way right here. And but they're not. They need to be up here for high school. So what it's doing is every grade, it's giving us a step towards right here so that we can be prepared for high school because we have a really good basic knowledge of about what we're learning. Exactly. Cody, what do you think? Well, I kind of already said my answer earlier, but I will add on to it. Because like I said, said before, you know, I've heard like my siblings and my family friends have had a much easier time. Um, but I will add on and say that I feel like it's also put me in a call in to, for a call, not college, for high school, sorry, <laughs> in a way because we've our field trips have always felt very educational. They've always felt like they never had a purpose to me. They I mean, I mean, sometimes you could tell that they were more for fun, but they were definitely, they always had some relation to what we were learning. And then we also had our festivals every single year, which were, we, we get to dress up in costumes and play games after we finished a big unit. So not only did we have that nice 
we not only do we have a, that relationship with what we had just learned, we also have that nice fun break that we get. And as, I feel like that really helped us learn. And I know that saying things won't, that won't happen like that in high school, but giving us that break, I feel really gave us the more the bigger opportunity to learn and it helped us remember. So now in high school, we will have that easier time because we remember it more because of those festivals. And I feel like um, if we do the To Kill a Mockingbird trial, I don't know if we will, but yeah. if we do it, even though it's not a festival, it would probably have us remember it more because yeah. they, Kandeo always does something memorable uh, that's related to the unit. So we all kind of remember everything. Yeah. I really like that. I want to add on to it because that is a really great thing that Kandeo does or Carnage in general, or I don't know if other schools do it. But field trips, it's it's that one memorable memorable experience that you learn about. It's like the last, it's like you're nailing something, but the nail still this far in. It's the last swing at the nail to fully cement it in. And my mom, she works and she talks about how though she's working with super really smart people, they don't necessarily have the skills to give a memorable experience or to make a good impact on other people. If you make what you an activity that's unique that someone's never experienced before, they will remember it a lot more. So having a festival and remembering, oh, that was so fun. And it, it incorporates fun, which is what you learn best with, I think, with learning. So you understand it and remember it so much more with festivals, um, field trips, the wax museum where they have to memorize this beach. Um, this I don't know about the science fair, but it helps you learn a new thing. So there's just so many things that core knowledge can do to just help you remember the unit you just learned about so it carries into your next life. Recitations. There's also recitations. <laughs> Dr. Messer yeah. said it was, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but she talked about it as if it was like a pocketbook that you carry with you for the rest of your life. I would like to add my testimony onto that. <laughs> um, I remember a field trip that we went to in kindergarten. Nine years ago in kindergarten. And I remember the entire thing. It's so fun. No, we have two field trips. Yeah, and I remember two. both of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also did many recitations. And mm-hmm. I remember for one time, like Cody said, at a festival in fourth grade, it was the Civil War. I remember the American that. Revolution. Yeah. And we had to write poems. And I wrote a poem and I recited it in class. And also Dr. Musser had me recite it in the morning greeting. And I still remember that poem to this day. And it's really helped me learn and remember like how the American Revolution started. Um, going back to what Skylar said with the this music. Because oh, yeah. music. <laughs> in music class, we sing songs. For example, for like Veterans Day, we sing songs about oh, the yeah. Civil War and stuff, and it, everything connects. Oh, yeah. In, it's crazy. In music, we do have, like, our music teacher will have us learn songs and sing, about America. sing songs about America or about, like, science or things like, things like that. And it's, very, it's very impressive. It connects. I just love how this school is so patriotic. Yeah. Like, we have a Veterans Day assembly every year. Mm-hmm. And as um, a daughter of a military man and the sister of a military man, it's just very heartwarming. Yeah. Um, but going back to what Skylar said about the um, about the science fair and the wax museum, 
I feel like, especially the science fair, because last it was last week and we got to go see it, and it was very impressive and very amazing because of what they had what they had made, and it was truly just amazing because there were so many impressive thing, impressive things that it just makes you think that these are kids that are much younger than us and they're doing it. And for some of us, for some of us, we don't even know if we could do it. So it's just very, very, and it's very impressive. It's very oh, impressive. because we went to the science fair. And it's like, these fifth graders are doing this? <laughs> That's insane. It, it's really crazy. Because yeah. I would never have thought I could have done that. Because because of COVID, we never did this. Yeah, we, we never did. I never would have expected those fifth graders to be able to do stuff that cool and to that level. It's very unique. It, it's very impressive. And Kandeo is very rigorous. And it has... um. It has high expectations for us. And personally, this fueled me to have this hunger for knowledge and grow good habits as well, both of which, going back to the, the actual question, um, I feel like will prepare me and will be useful for high school and beyond. Yeah, I completely agree with what Catherine just said, because I feel like this school has really made me have a yearning for to learn and have made me finding joy in learning new things and wanting and loving that curiosity of why does that happen? How do we do this? How do I how do I figure out how to do this? I it's just this school has taught me and made me love that. Could you just answer what I wanted? What I, was, I, wanted, I <laughs> stole it. I, I, it doesn't necessarily make me have a hunger to learn. I mean, I just actually like learning, but it gives me. The question, why does that happen? Yeah. It gives me that curiosity to why why can't you just do this? Why does that work? Why does this happen? Why can you just do this with that math equation? Why would someone decide to do this? How come that happened? It is yeah. Yeah. It just gives you that curiosity to want to know why something happens. Skyler um, Skyler does that a lot. He will the amount of time to I just want to know why. His favorite question is why. Yeah, he loves to ask why, and it's not a bad thing, but I mean, it's just, in, it's so insane how the amount of times that after, after, annoying. and no, not, no, not annoying. <laughs> but no, in, we know. Not really, I don't think so. But in, in math, after math class or after physics, he will go up to a teacher and ask them, well, why couldn't you do this? Or how does that work? And I mean, the things that I wouldn't, think of us they were third yeah yeah they were <laughs> like what if this happened yeah <laughs> they are things that i wouldn't think of asking or i wasn't wondering and then it just and then as soon as they ask him like wow how did they think of that <laughs> how, how are they just doing that in their head and trying to come up with a solution and then like it's just insane to me yeah and i'm grateful that we have the like good teachers that can actually answer us and give us a full answer without holding anything back or without knowing teachers make a crazy impact it's yeah yeah it's, these teachers here are amazing 50 percent of a good school has to be teachers i i don't know a curriculum is also a big part but i would say a majority of it is the good teachers yeah because they're the ones that elevate the learning it's the execution yeah you remember it class more if the teacher that taught it made it fun and interesting less than if you have a teacher who may have said everything perfectly but they didn't intrigue you in it they didn't try to pull you in they just 
told you what to do and then they gave you work and assignments. And, you know, it's much better if you have a teacher who does the work with you and intrigues you into doing that work and work and help you do it. And especially since this school, we have a support hours and office hours where we can come in before school starts and get help. That is so helpful to me and I'm sure to you too as well. If you're confused about something, it's so nice to be able to come in and just have that solo time with your teacher to finally get that question answered. And it's wonderful. That execution part is like a recitation. If you if you have a whole speech memorized and you just say it, once upon a time, I <laughs> yeah. was a kid in Kendale. I learned about light. I learned about history. I learned about... And it's just so bad. You have to actually be entertained by it and actually communicate your words with the joy and expression and gestures. And... <laughs> And just to make it to where it's interesting, because that's how you get the good grade. And that's why I think Kendo does so many recitations and stuff like that to get you used to it. Yeah. Oh, and go with the recitations, you know, last year we had theater as a special. And it, I will say it definitely helped some kids. I know it helped my brother, my brother, but I'm sure it helped many more kids to not be as afraid to speak in front of people, because the main point in that class is, to speak in front of the class and to, you know, do your acting, do all that. And I was never too afraid of public speaking, but I will say that theater did help, definitely help me get more used to it. Cause I was never afraid of it, but I would definitely stutter a lot when I would speak. But now I will say I still do it, but not as much because I am much more calm when talking. You can probably do. <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like Kendeo does so many things to just make us more confident and come out of our shell. And um, like everyone from our, I don't know if you guys remember, you guys probably did. Whenever in elementary, when it was our birthdays, we would go up to the front office yeah. and get oh, like so pencils nice. and talk with the principal, Dr. Yeah. Mustard. Yeah, we and, smelly pencils. <laughs> and I feel like this um, this school really cultivates that kind of mentality that okay yes I am myself I am a leader I am proud of myself I'm confident and it just brings us all together because we we know like everyone in our entire grade probably in the grades um lower than us too it's just a whole big community same with smelly stickers Oh, smelly stickers. <laughs> and grade in with them. Oh, oh my God. Everyone was trying to get the most smelly. Well, I mean, you couldn't compare to her. She had an addiction on Moby Max. So she had like five, like, I like know, five different but... pages of whole <laughs> ginormous smelly stickers. No, but I got those from tests. I yeah. usually donated my Moby Max points, they call it, which is. Yeah, I know, but you kept them. I just donated so much. I know, so but much. I felt bad. So I donated them to like the to this class tally that our teachers oh, kept. Yeah. So if we got enough, we could go outside and do something outside. I remember this. You would always like everyone be like, Catherine, please, please, <laughs> please do what more money back this week. If you want to get an early recess, and then you would go do it and we'd get an early recess. It was it was yeah. She was she was part of the community. She was making sure that her community was well taken care of that, Catherine. Uh, I'm so glad you brought up the teachers. 
that because I have had a, the opportunity to come to your school a few times um, after school and work with your teachers over the years. And you get, you do have some amazing, amazing teachers. So you guys are very, very lucky that you're able to have that many really strong teachers. So I know that college is a long way off, um, but I'm super interested Um especially now that I've had a chance to really chat with you guys. Um, what are you thinking about majoring? And not that you have to make a decision today, um, but we're, I'm going to start with Catherine. What are you thinking about? Okay, so I'm interested in going into something in the medical or engineering field. As I said before, I've always had a natural liking, this natural affinity towards all things science and math related. Um, and of course, at Candeo, these interests were further fed and enriched, along with all of the other subjects, of course. Um, for example, in science in seventh grade, we did presentations. Mine was about skin cancer. And because of this and because of all of the research, I learned so much about it, more than an average seventh grader would know. And what really made me feel like I want to be in the medical profession is that my presentation prompted my teacher to get her skin skin checked um, instead of pushing it off. And that's a good thing too, because she later said that um, it basically saved my life. And I'm just very grateful to be able to do something like that. And I'm very glad because that teacher is amazing. She's awesome. Yes. <laughs> very, very good teacher. And I, that is just something I would like to do and I would like to pursue in the future. And as I've said before, again, I really love math, so engineering is logically suitable. <laughs> there are engineering fields that overlap with medical fields, so I don't know. But I feel like I would be interested in something in that science math realm. I I could have predicted that. <laughs> but I'm not I am not 100% sold on what I would choose for 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 the two gentlemen here. So, um Cody what are you thinking about? Well, I I have tried to put thought into it, but, you know, I really don't have much idea. But I have always been interested in the idea of mechanical engineering or just engineering in general. I love the idea that you can make something and solve a problem by just creating something or helping people by, cre by creating something. And I agree with Catherine what she said, like, maybe like medical engineering, things like that, to where you can help people with it, but still use the math that you use and the physics and all that and put it into that and create something that you wanted to make and that you can make. And that's why I'm, I'm doing engineering in high school. So I will see where that goes, see if I find that fun and entertaining and interested in, but that's all I really have for now. Oh, that reminds me. Sorry, can I interrupt? No, you can't. Okay, so I feel like at Candeo, so just a little background. Every morning, the teachers and the students gather for a, to discuss a virtue of the week. And these virtues really mold us and shape us into better citizens and people in general, which um, for number four, yeah, prepares us for high school, but also prepares us for the entire life. So me and uh, what I think, Cody, you said? That 
like helping people. We want to do that in our future. And I feel like that those thoughts and that want to be able to help people and improve people's lives were cultivated by these virtues and the reach that the REACH acronym for respect, effort, alacrity, civility, and heart that Kendeo has here really helped us grow into those kind of people. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that because yeah. even even starting in elementary, they would have these assemblies to show like good attitude and good ways people acted during that month. And they called REACH assemblies representing that respect, effort, alacrity, civility, and heart. And that's very neat. Even if someone just tries to act nice for a month just to get an award or something, it, it really puts an incentive on the kids to even for e at least one month do something good. And they do it. And after you get muffins with mustard. So, yeah, oh, I loved I those. You, you those get, are amazing. You would get muffins with mustard. And like Sheila said, some kids will just try to act good for a month. But normally after that month, they would they're a better person they would yeah. they were better because they had that month of acting nicer and acting better and not being as much of a distraction in class so then when they did get it they felt proud of themselves for doing that and they wanted to aspire to be better a lot of the time it all links together like pollyanna and all of these other things they they really teach us to be better people and once we see essentially like the light side of things <laughs> and we go over to the light side and leave the, the dark <laughs> side sticking with the metaphor we never go back no pop culture no there's sorry, no pop culture sorry, not pop no culture. pop culture I was okay now yesterday was may the 4th so i mean yeah, i'm, I'm gonna let that fine. one slide change the past um so Skylar. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so wait, is it my turn? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So <laughs> I don't I have thought about it. I don't know what I what I want to be when I grow up. Um my parents do say I, I'm really good with money or I try worrying about money. So <laughs> marketing <laughs> is kind of the way I'm thinking right now. That's what I'm gonna do in high school. But I'm also I'm also okay with any other thing. I, as long as I find something interesting and I can live off it and make have a good life, I'll do that. I'm like I can I'm interested in engineering. That would be fun. I'm interested in I guess biology. I don't think I'd want to do medical stuff, but I'd be interested <laughs> in a bunch of the science y math stuff too. And also like marketing and stuff. I, I don't know, but something around there. Yep, you've got a lot. You have a lot of time yeah. to decide that, but I'm always interested to see what you guys are thinking about. But thank you so much for joining our podcast. I think thank, thank you for letting yeah. us. Thank you for having us here. here. This is a really, yeah. Yeah, really this is such a cool opportunity. That we're, we're in a special room. Yeah. yeah. I don't we're think all honored. We're yeah. all very yeah. honored. Yeah. I mean, I, I was genuinely, genuinely surprised and excited when we were given this opportunity. And thank yeah. you for giving us the opportunity yeah. to do this. Oh, you thank guys are you guys are awesome. So thank you. No, thank you.